I'm Mark V. Smith, author of The Process. Thank you for joining me today for a new message in my series of The Process. If you've missed uh, the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, which were The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, Why Not Me, and Procrastination and Thief of Time, they all can be heard on several streaming outlets, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes and others. Please search for Mark Smith the process to revisit and or to listen to those messages. You know, since the inception of this message or this series, I've been adamant about um, and, and very vocal about starting a movement in the year 2022. I've had the following series or uh, something you've become familiar with me speaking of legacy changing action, excuse me, in 2022. But I need to make sure that you have the picture of what part of this consists of through my global mission statement. Are you ready? In my life, I've learned not only who I am, but what I am. This allows me to understand the why in my process and to accept the blessings received to say, if I only knew then what I know now. See, there's a difference between taking a reflection of the past and, and one of looking backwards in the past. Remember that statement as it will be revisited again very soon. Every day we have the amazing opportunity in life to garner knowledge and wisdom, but to also share it. Also in those times, we are given the opportunity to learn more about who we are becoming or our place in life, so to speak. What else this has done is to allow me to understand that the vision I see each day is helping to reflect the meaning of my process. I encourage you to go back and listen to those prior messages in this series to have a different perspective of some of the words or acronyms that were just mentioned above. Those that um, have listened to my messages before Know how emphatic I am regarding daily preparation for what the world is to bring. Many times over, I reference the importance of the individual we see in the mirror. For the mirror casts a reflection of the mind, the body, and the soul that all resides in the shell of the person. Wouldn't you agree? It always amazes me to see the progression that I've personally made when I cast a reflection of today versus yesterday. But let me say, I'm nowhere close to the place I'm seeking to be, but I'm not the same man I was in the past. A few months ago, I got a call from a relative who was just calling to say hello and to tell me she was doing okay. Coincidentally, I felt she was missing something in her spirit, especially when she, when, uh, she looked in her mirror. So this kind of startled me because Sharon who's my family member, also appeared to be on point in every area of her life. You know, I'm a couple years older than her, but she's been like my little sister. She used to follow me around as kids and repeat everything she heard me say. Heck, she got me in trouble a couple times repeating things she had no, no business at all saying. You know, just hearing her voice uplifts my day. But since I know her well, I had sensed that she really wanted to talk about something that was on her mind. So after we exchanged the traditional small talk for about 15 minutes, I had to ask what was really going on with her as I truly know her so well. Before she could even start, 
there was a huge pause and the air of silence came over the phone. It was at that time when something came to my mind that I had to share with her. I said, Sharon, no matter what the storm brings, it will always clear up. Just take and just make sure you embrace the blessings you are receiving while you're going through them. Blessings. Believing lessons learned evoke the greatness we all share. Let me share this message with you with my acronym around the word blessings. I'm going to start with the first couple letters. Believing lessons learned. After a deep sigh, I heard her voice begin to quiver as she began to tell me how things um, have been going so bad for her the last few months in her life. But before I go in depth of our conversation, let me tell you or give you the backstory of my baby cousin. Other than, than repeating the things I used to say when, when she was young, and she was a very good student. She graduated high school two years ahead of schedule and enrolled in college at age 16. As a student at the University of South Carolina, she graduated with her bachelor's degree in economics at age 19 and then went on and obtained her master's degree in finance at age 21. I think you get my point. She had the ability to breeze through school and did very, very well. So well, she quickly moved into the corporate world where she rose as a vice president of operations at the tender age of 25 years old. See, even though she had success in education along with a successful career, inner peace was something education and employment could not fill the void of. One of our conversations she had a had and um, quite often our things are about life or warning signs as we grow, which included blessings, lessons learned along the way. I always remind her and others, you must close the door sometimes along the way not because of pride uh, incapacity or arrogance but simply because they lead to nowhere history has shown me that even though a person's life appears to be one of roses outwardly it may be a garden full of weeds within Sharon did uh, indeed have a garden that warranted fertilizer to allow the flowers to bloom again like most of us from time to time as she and I began this conversation, we talked about the pressure she was placing on herself to be the best in everything she does. But in placing this unwarranted pressure, her health and mental stability was beginning to be called into question. I asked her, did she mind giving me some examples of what she was experiencing? And um, did she have a reference point of why she was having these feelings? Without any hesitation, she brought up a time when she first started working with the company and how she desperately felt the need to compete with all the male employees. She was telling or talking about how it seemed that at every level of her life is consumed with stress. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking to myself, I've been there, I've done that, and I got the T-shirt of dealing with stress. I constantly thought of something that was told to me years ago. Stress doesn't come from what is going on in your life. It comes from your thoughts about what is in your life. Let me say that again. Stress doesn't come from what is going on in your life. It comes from your thoughts about what is in your life. And letting her vent and talk through this event, 
She began believing blessings, believing, excuse me, lessons learned from from the time in her life exemplified that she didn't need to compare herself with others. Oh, but there was more. Even though she was talking and things that uh, she was saying wasn't just making sense to me and really wasn't sitting too well in my spirit. So again, I had to ask, what is really going on with you? With technology in this day and age, I merely turned our phone conversation into a FaceTime conversation so I could look in her eyes. At the beginning of this message, I made the comment of something that I was going to revisit, which is the difference in in taking reflection of the past and one of looking backwards in the past. And my thoughts were there was there was some looking backwards Sharon was experiencing that I wasn't aware of that occurred in her life. Sometimes believing lessons learned can trap you in a maze we have trouble escaping from. And I wasn't going to be satisfied until she allowed me to help her uh, alleviate whatever was troubling her to be a reflection to grow from. Let's cover the E in blessing, which is evoke. Now, although Sharon is a family member, the same concepts apply as it pertains to the way I live my life, transformational versus transactional. Therefore, I found myself listening to individuals with a different mindset of the past, reflection of my past, not looking backwards in my past. So, with her and others, I hope to always evoke the emotions to help escape. For just a little while in different worlds, different times, and in different thoughts. Whenever I'm able to lend myself to any worthy cause and try to change this world for the better, it helps me as much as those in need. <laughs> but if I only knew then what I know now. After what seemed to be a long tenure of silence, the tears flowed. And she began to finally unveil the nature of this call. Sharon said that she had not earned her way to success in school, in work, and in her marriage. And the guilt was consuming her. Now that I'm even more confused at where this conversation was going, I stopped her and said, you need to be more specific about what you're talking about. I knew that in the process to invoke the best and the truth from others, you must find the vibration or common ground that matches what others are going through at that time. I told her no matter what she had done, it was in her past and quickly reminded her of the past that I often chronicle, one of lies, deception and a life of shame. See, I'm very quick to remind those nobody can judge you for your past because we all continue to say, if I only knew then what I know now, I, I encourage her just release uh, what she needed to let let go and be free. And when I say the floodgates opened, they opened with tears running down her face. She started to disclose how she found a way to pay teachers in high school and in college for every exam. As I was looking in disbelief, not one of being judgmental. But one of how the hell could you pay for exams for 10 years in high school and in college? Sharon told me that she had stole thousands of dollars from her parents, her friends and other family members. Hell, she said she stole even at even from me at one point. 
She said she stole money from every place of employment she had worked in high school and college. She went on to say that she stole, copied and stole credit card numbers and, and did everything short of invoking a life of prostitution and selling drugs to pay her way to reach a level of what she termed as success. Now, in the state of disbelief and in listening to what she was explaining to me, I was doing my best not just to focus on how much she stole from me, but paying attention intently to see how I could support her at this point. And it was tough. I saw the pain in her face and knew that this was just the beginning of what was eating at her from within. See, I've always believed that true blessings come once we clear our souls, as we can run for so long until the spirit says no more. It is amazing how her confessions sound like uh, the reflections of my past. I openly discussed to her in the past of how the storms I personally invoked caused many sleepless nights and so many, so many restless days. So, and having her feel comfortable enough to release some of her pain to, to someone who has been there was understandable and definitely was, was thoroughly courageous on her behalf. With the never-ending, continuous flow of tears and me listening to the details, I really wanted to grab her and give her a hug and let her know it was going to be just fine. We all know, and I mentioned it repeatedly, acceptance is the first step to receive reconciliation. But I also wanted her to know something, or excuse me, somehow, in some way, the next step was going to be to learn how to forgive herself. See, I expressed to her whatever you've done, the lies, the stealing, the cheating, is now in the past. Accept it and let it go. You're not perfect. You and I can't make mistakes. The past is just that. And the past so doesn't, doesn't allow you to be trapped in the darkness of the past. Let the light pass through and shine upon you again. Forgiving yourself is the only way I found that allows you to start again. It also is amazing to know that when you've been in, the, in that dark place and you share testimony from that experience, a universal question is usually always asked of me. How did you forgive yourself when you went through that? Anticipation of that question, which she asked, I explained how simple that process really was. I told her you have to be willing to forgive yourself for the bad decisions for the time you lacked understanding and for the choices that you hurt others and yourself. Forgive yourself for being reckless. These experiences are vital lessons. And what matters the most right now is your willingness to grow from the point of acknowledging this as all of the part of the blessing. Her experience is consistent, consistent with believing lessons learned invoke the greatness we all share. Let me get the last few letters in this. Greatness we all share. One of many valuable lessons that I embraced was something that was said to me what I was going through to get through. Just as I know she was um, not emptying her soul, but she was replenishing her soul. I thought of something that a good friend said to me when my soul had parted and the reconciliation began. 
He told me that supreme happiness of life consists in the conviction one is always loved. That statement didn't resonate initially, but in a few days it did. And I strongly believe it would it would for Sharon as well. An impactful event or element we all have in life is the greatness we all share. See, most think this criterion is only for the positive attributes we share. But who defines what is positive? Because simply put, there is always sunshine in every single storm. There are many people who have reached levels of success in life that have a past that's not perfect. And sometimes family members can be the most unforgiving of all. Mistakes are truly the greatness we all share. So how else are we to learn about that person in the mirror? Metaphorically speaking, Sharon needed to get rid of the sword that had steadily been piercing her soul inch by inch daily, inch by inch weekly, inch by inch monthly, and deeply over the years. See, her call to me was the surgery she needed to repair the years of avoidance of the truth, or what I believe is the greatness we all share, life. This also means for all of us not to carry our mistakes around with us. Instead, lay them on the ground and use them as stepping stones so you can rise above them. See, I reminded her that one at one point, one last pillar of peace from my experience would eventually be needing to clear her heart. A conversation with her husband, Alan. Alan and I um, weren't very close. But that didn't mean I didn't care for him more than the guy who married into the family. We've shared many stories over the course of time. And he, like like us all, had choices that were made that led to severe consequences. The one thing that I respected about him. See, although he's a CEO of a major company, he often shares some of his choices within his past that he learned from. Again, I simply call this the greatness we all share. He and I attended the same uh, elementary school, the same junior high, and graduated from the same high school. So we got many years of history. His circle of friends, my cage of friends, happened to be very different, but similar, so to speak. (laughs) But that's a future episode. No sooner did I mention this to her, (laughs) Alan walked in the room and could see that his wife had been crying. Naturally, his immediate concern was her well-being, which it should have been. I mentioned we we you know I mentioned earlier that we all had I had mutual respect. So it was at that point I interjected and said she and I just had a very intense conversation around the greatness we all share. Wanting to give her the time and space to make the decision if she needed my support, I told them both that life's greatest lessons are usually learned at the worst times and from the worst mistakes. Just as you could imagine, this drew a puzzled look on Alan's face. But I still um, was giving Sharon the opportunity to share our conversation or dismiss it until a later date. While the air of silence was on the phone, I decided to share a short story with both of them, which is the story I'm going to close this message with for today. A group of highly established alumni gathered to visit their former university professor. The conversation between them soon turned into complaints about their stressful work and life. The teacher went to his kitchen 
and returned with a large cup of coffee and a selection of mugs, including porcelain, plastic, glass, crystal, some ordinary, some expensive, and some exquisite. The teacher asked them to pour themselves coffee. After all the students had a cup of coffee in their hands, the teacher said, Have you noticed that all the beautiful cups are taken and only the cheapest are left? Although it's normal for everyone to want the best for themselves, it is the source of the problems and stress in their life. The cup itself doesn't escalate the taste of the coffee. In most cases, it is more expensive and hides what we drink, the teacher continued. What everyone desired was coffee, not the cup. But everyone consciously picked up nice expensive cups and then started looking at each other's cup. Let's consider that life is, a, is coffee and jobs and houses and cars and things and money and positions are cups. The type of drink we have does not define or change our quality of life. Sometimes we cannot enjoy coffee concentrating only on the cup we have. Being happy does not mean that everything around you is perfect. This means that you've decided to look beyond your imperfections and find peace. And peace resides in you, not in your career, not in your work, not in your houses that you have. That's simply the greatness we all share, which includes imperfections to find peace within. That is a blessing to say, if I only knew then what I know now. I told them both that I'm here if they need to talk or seek some advice. But I know there was some cleansing that needed to take place. And I hung up the phone. Believing lessons learned evoke the greatness we all share is a mindset that turns tears into smiles and hurting hearts to ones of joy. Well, guess what? And just 48 short hours later, I received another FaceTime call from both Alan and Sharon, thanking me for having gone through my own personal trials and tribulations so I could share what true resiliency looks like. Apparently, <laughs> Alan had some things that he was holding back that Sharon had no knowledge of that he needed to release from his life as well. To me, all of our stories in life have some semblance and depicts the global mission statement that I've created for this series. Remember, in my life, I've learned not only who I am, but what I am. This allows me to understand the why in my process and to accept the blessings received to say, if I only knew then what I know now. The challenge is what do we do with these blessings that are, that are received and who are we sharing them with? In living a life that is transformational versus transactional, we have the obligation to share this message with someone who needs to be lifted. Even if it's you personally, it's okay to clean the slate in life for the internal peace you're destined to receive. But I need you to remember that no matter what you're going through or have gone through, you need to always keep in your heart and soul and believe that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha. Happy early birthday, babe. I love you. My mom, Mama Sarah, I love each each of you very, very much. And thank you all again for your support. To our children and grandchildren, Papi and Oma, I love you and we'll see you soon. I want you to take this time to reflect on the power and resolve of saying, if I only knew then what I know now. 
you have to embrace it. You have to understand that change truly begins and ends within to ensure that we embark on legacy changing actions in 2022 and beyond. God bless you. And I will speak with you soon.